Sedano, LZ, and Cap with you here. No LZ today. He's busy doing adult things today, which are far more important than doing a sports radio show. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, obviously his work for ABC News today is of uber importance after the Derek Chauvin uh, trial. And Derek Chauvin, if you're just tuning in, I'm sure you saw it on your phone or whatever. Uh, Derek Chauvin found guilty of all three charges of murder in the George Floyd case. And uh, justice is served. And we'll keep you up to date on how the sports world reacts throughout the show. So we'll get to that uh, throughout here. But, Cap, we have much less important things, but (laughs) things that affect Laker Nation. And something that, look, I fell asleep very early last night. How early? I I, I mean, I passed out like around 9.30. And, yeah, watching the Dodger game, I just kind of fell asleep, was gassed. Like I haven't, sl- I hadn't slept great uh, over the last couple of days. What's for going one on? Is there something you want to talk about? You want to get something off your your mind? No, right no. Now? You want to use this as a therapy session? Uh, Let me help. Not really, uh, oh, because okay. there just there wasn't anything in particular. The only thing yeah. I could think of was just, um, you know, I hadn't dealt great. My body had been a little weird uh, in regards to the after the first dose of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, my body just a little fatigued, a little more tired than normal for a couple of days. And then I tried to go all out and go to the beach on Sunday with the kids. And that probably wasn't a smart idea, uh, you know, going out to the beach for, you know, seven, eight hours or whatever it was. But Might nonetheless. Trudell show up? Trudell and his family Tr- No Trudells this time. No, no. Just uh, they, were, they, weren't, they weren't unavailable today okay. or so on Sunday. Good, pretty good memory, even though it's 420 today. Keep going. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, fell asleep very early. Woke mm-hmm. up this morning fairly early, though. Mm-hmm. So I'm up at like, you know, 645-ish or whatever. And I'm on my, I immediately I go to my phone, right? So I'm checking my email. I'm checking my, uh, you know, text messages, you know, WhatsApp, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I'm checking all the different apps. And then I get to Twitter. And then I see this thing on Twitter where somebody tweets me, Golden Knight, uh, Golden, I want to make sure I get the Twitter handle correct. Uh, Golden Knight uh, GFX. And he writes, I can't wait for Sedano and the guys at ESPN Los Angeles to talk about this. So I'm like, well, what is he talking about? Right. So I start get destroyed by the jazz. You can't wait to hear us talk about that. Is that what you want to hear? No, no, that wasn't it. Oh, okay. The the Dodgers lose the first game of the series in Seattle. Is that what you can't wait to hear about? No, no, that wasn't it either. Okay. What do you got? So I start doing the digging as to what he's talking about. So I look on his timeline Mm -hmm. and he's talking about some sort of catfish scheme. And I'm like, well, what's this about? So I remember last night before going to bed that I saw this Twitter spaces where Kevin Durant was participating with a bunch of like fans. And there was this one guy named Kings that they referred to, uh, which was in his Twitter handle they you know they referred to the fact that he got catfished by someone and kd was simply just asking him so you you never actually spoken to her like you know outside of like just messaging with her and like and he's like no i tried to facetime her and she wouldn't facetime me and he's like oh man lord do we have that audio like do we have or is it bad audio i got you Okay, let me hear it, Laura. I don't I, look. It's not the greatest audio, but I think we can make it out. Go ahead. They were texting, and he wanted to Facetime. The dog was like, "Yeah, I can't get on Facetime with you because um, I'm scarred or like that." So suppose told Kings that he doesn't want to get on there, and then uh, he doesn't accept them. Put it together. So Big King got catfished for how long by another guy? For a m- 
You can't let that happen to you, champ. Nobody <laughs> knows who this is, bro. No, man. You need to find out. You need to find out. So that was Kevin Durant going. So Big Kings got catfished by what? And then him saying, nah, fam, at the end. So that's him. So I saw that last night. Did not put two and two together that it had anything to do with uh, anyone or any of the Laker fans, right? Or the people that <laughs> listen to the show. And so I go to sleep. I'm like, oh, look at Kevin Durant on Twitter spaces with random fans. I actually thought that was kind of cool um, for a lot of the grief that he takes. So I get up this morning and I start doing the rabbit hole. And Laura, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, here's the basic story. There is this person who went by the Twitter handle of something butterfly and she went by the name of Vivian, correct? You are correct, sir. Okay. So let's just call her Vivian, okay? So Vivian was very... George, just one quick second. While you were sleeping, just so we're all clear, while you were sleeping at 9.30 at night, getting a nice rest because you hadn't felt well after your dose, okay? Laura here, Laura, what time were you up and following this? I mean, just... Pitch by pitch, how late were you up following this whole Twitter fiasco? So on my defense, in my defense, I did work the Laker game, so I got out late. But I was up till about 3 in the morning just trying to catch up because uh, the producer for the Lakers and I, we started talking about it. And we're like, is this legit? And then you just can't, you just cannot get out of that rabbit hole. Once you start, just you got to follow it through. All right. Excuse me, George Sedano. Go ahead. Sure. So. Anyhow, the I kind of almost <laughs> forgot where I was. So right. I, where you were was was okay. So somebody did something to somebody. Details. Right. So long story short, this Vivian person, and, and again, we're doing a really bad job of explaining this. I feel like we need to do a better <laughs> job. So don't interrupt me for a second, Kaplan, okay? Just let me talk about it first, and then we can ask all the questions later. I know you're very inquisitive. I know you're very curious. Let me just get through this for people, because we can't assume that the random guy, you know, driving around today in Culver City knows what the hell we're talking about, right. okay? In fact, I assume that the random guy driving around in Culver City has no idea what we're talking about. Correct. So let me explain this first before you start asking Laura how deep she went into a rabbit hole. Um, so anyway, there is this person, this alleged person named Vivian, who had a Twitter account. She was allegedly this part of this Lakers Twitter, you know, which is a big fan. All, all the you know people on Twitter that are Lakers fans, they congregate, right? They communicate. They become friends. They follow each other, right? This person also is part of the, like, one of the Laker blogs, if I recall correctly. Um, So this person was very much a recognizable Twitter name, right? Or Twitter person in this particular ecosystem, okay? And because of that, people just, you know, accepted this person. They also thought because she was a female and because her picture made her you know, I would imagine most dudes were hollering at her because she's attractive in the picture, that she they became friendlier with her because of that, right? Like trying to, you know, slide into the DMs or just, you know, engage with this person that they thought was a woman. And lo and behold, then all of a sudden, her she does like this podcast with a dude named Josh Toussaint, uh, who's also prominently featured on Lakers Twitter. And then... This dude starts telling everybody that this Vivian character has gotten lost. 
that she has disappeared off the face of the earth. And she's also some alleged cancer survivor. And it got so deep that people like O'Shea, who was on with Mason in Ireland, were out there trying to, you know, help find this woman, like, you know, retweeting stuff. And Markeith Morris allegedly got involved. Uh, Like, hey, Laker fans, try to help find this young lady. You know what I mean? And lo and behold, we have this Twitter spaces yesterday that was held by uh, a Twitter handle called Elite Media Group. And uh, and that's where KD got involved. And that's where the story got told, where that one dude where you heard the audio. And we'll play it again just for posterity so you understand now kind of how these pieces fit. um, Was saying he was trying to holler at her on FaceTime. And she wouldn't FaceTime because she had a scar. And that's what kind of let people to believe, like, wait a second. Is this person even real? Or am I getting catfished, right? Is this like the MTV show? So play the audio one more time, Laura, where Kevin Durant is hanging out in this Twitter space uh, with a bunch of people talking about this one guy, Kings, who's getting catfished by this young lady or this alleged young lady. They were texting and he wanted to FaceTime. The dog was like, yeah, I can't get on FaceTime with you because um, I'm scarred or like that. So suppose told Kings that he doesn't want to get on there and then uh, he doesn't accept them. Put it together. So Big King got catfished for how long? By another guy? From Nah, fam, that could nah, fam. You, that, you can't let that happen to you, champ. Nobody yeah. knows who this is, bro. Nah, man. It's a dude. Nah. Look, you need to find out. Nah. You need to find out. Okay, so here we are now, and then this person, Laura, correct me if I'm wrong. This person then disappears from Twitter, right? She deletes her account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so shortly thereafter, she deletes her account. And then people are like, oh, then she definitely was catfishing people. And then this Josh Toussaint, who is her alleged podcast host or co-host, is acting like a victim, saying he had no idea that he's been duped when people on social media are claiming that he manufactured all of this, that he was either in cahoots with the person who was pretending to be this young lady or that he was the young lady in some way, shape, or form, you know, tweeting, like, from two different accounts um, and, you know, just getting someone to do the podcast with him. Uh, So there's all sorts of crazy conspiracies here. Basically, if you remember the old Manti Teo story from when he was at Notre Dame where he allegedly had a girlfriend who would never come to see him play him at Notre Dame even though he'd leave tickets for her, um, this is very similar to that is the way I would describe it, Cap. Okay, so I'm, I'm like just more confused than ever before, as I'm sure everybody else who's not on Twitter following this uh, pitch by pitch. So, but I'm with you on the Manti Teo thing because that's the first time, George, I ever heard of catfishing. Now, apparently, catfishing means that at some point you have to try and make yourself look like a sympathetic figure. So when the person, Vivian, whether that person is real or not real or has been proven thus far to be real or not real, Vivian goes missing, apparently, because she's battling cancer right now. And who knows where she's been? Is, is she okay? Is she alive? Is she not feeling well because of treatments? Like, so she had to become, apparently, this sympathetic figure in all of this. And, uh, and honestly, George, I'm going to tell you something right now. You did the right thing last night by going to sleep at 930, okay? To stay up till 3 in the morning to follow this. I get it. Everybody got their own entertainment stuff. You know, some people like Netflix and other people like Twitter. It's all good. But this is bizarre. What's wrong with people? Just 
Like, what's going on in your life, whoever you may be, that you feel like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play with somebody else's emotions here. I'm going to lie about my identity and, and keep it going. Have, has anybody here ever been catfished or know anybody close by that's been catfished? Because I know I'm I'm look, I'm I'm 43 years old. So I think that like you're after, my you're age done? group is just outside of that mm. age range. Like Bergman, you're 37, right? Or yep, 38? 37. Yep. Yeah. So you like your age group, even though it's only six years different, I think that your age range is more way more familiar and and perhaps even um, there's a larger chance that your age range has been catfished potentially. Well, so I grew up in a time of AOL, right? So AOL with the AOL Instant Messenger, where you would just talk to people in chat rooms, and you didn't know who any of these people were. It's like ASL, age, sex, location, and you would just. Well, talk I was to around people. for that. I ain't that old. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I mean, Cap's too old for that, right? That's no, not I, you, actually, right? Uh, I could tell you that that America Online's Instant Messenger was a really, really great communication tool. But when you say ASL, that doesn't register like. L- LOL. You then you weren't in those chat rooms. No, then you weren't part yeah. of it. That's now, if you don't know what ASL <laughs> is, then right. you weren't part of those That's chat right. rooms, dog. I wasn't part of that. Yeah. No, so people would just talk to random people, and then you wouldn't even know what was going on or who these people were. And that was our closest thing to getting catfished. This was all before MTV made the show. What's amazing about all of this, though, is that they you made this whole this whole thing up. And apparently, and Laura knows more about this, but apparently, this guy Josh Toussaint was raising the volume on his voice to get it to sound like hers, so that when he was doing the podcast, he was essentially talking to himself. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. so you're saying he was doing both voices? That's yes, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, that's, that's what they're what accusing they're him of. Allegedly, right? They're that's what he's that, being accused of. Right. Yes. That on the podcast, okay. it was him. Okay. Now, by the way, this podcast, we're talking about this podcast like it's Joe freaking Rogan all right, up in right, this mother. Right. You know yeah. what I'm and saying? And it's like how many episodes? There's only been a couple of them. I'm pretty sure, right, Laura? Right. Is it one or two? I mean, what is this thing? Shot to number one at the at the charts? You know, it might be now. I mean, for the hell, because everyone's probably been trying to like you know listen like it's Zapruder film or something. All I know is this. I have seen catfishing in real life. In other words, Manti Teo is where I learned about it, and right. everybody ridiculed the guy. Right, and there was a show on MTV, right. uh, you know, as well. Yeah. Then, this is crazy, my daughter, who had, was on this soccer team, a club soccer team, one of the girls on the team catfished another girl on the team. And George and everybody else, let me tell you something. This went on for eight months, where one girl was pretending to be a guy and had a fake Instagram account, and was catfishing one of the other girls. And let me tell you something. You talk about blowing up an entire team, right? Once it was found out that the one girl was catfishing the other girl, it was an all-out war amongst the parents, the players. What's wrong with everybody? Are you this bored? Catfishing. Uh, No, listen, bro. I mean, this is where I I think, like, I don't have a problem with it because, again, when I was, you know, young. Yeah, when I was young. Old man. Hold on a second. Yes, I gave them. They're good. So, real quick, I just want, we have a plumbing issue at the house. My wife's asking me if I gave them the tip. I'm like, I already took care of them. I already hooked up my guys. Um, she should so come anyway. on the air when she asks those questions. I mean, it's just like I'm trying to sign with her, and it's just like, yo, like I, I'm just going to talk. What the hell yeah, with it this at is this broadcasting point? It's 2021. Right. Everybody knows we're at the crib. Right. Like, it just is what it is. She right? needs her own microphone so that when she does things like this, just Kelly just jumps in and We just should talks just give her her own microphone. Seriously. Like, I'm, I'm with that. Like, we should give her, like, or at least, like, one of the, like, the phone apps. Anyway. Here's the deal, dude. Like, I, 
I get it. When the internet became a thing, like that was the most, the easiest place to try to hook up was that. Whether it was AOL chat rooms, you know, back in like the you know late nineties and early two thousands, or hell, I mean, Match dot com, all these places, the like party line, man. What's that? The party line. Well, the party line goes before that. Mm-hmm. Like that's just when people used to stay up on the phone until like three in the morning. You know what I'm saying all the time, but. Like, that thing was a disaster and a mess. But my point is this, is that people have always tried to hook up, okay? That's just the reality of all this. Like, they've all tried to hook up. Um, so I, I don't, like, I don't understand why you don't think that this, that technology would try to make that easier. Yeah, but why, what I'm saying is, like, what's going on in your life, dude? that you are making up characters and then... Oh, you're the saying thing- the other people. You're not talking about the people that are falling for it. No, I'm saying the person who is who is actually creating the this this fake character. Right. Like what's oh, going on got in you. your life? Oh, they're just being a I mean, look, there's being a prankster, right? Like more than anything else. Yeah, but when just, you listen, I don't mean to be so uptight about it, but it's like, "Oh, she's got cancer." And oh, I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Yes, that's stupid. You know? That's like, stupid. Come on. Like, I'm with and, you on that. That's stupid. When you create a character that has cancer, like that's dumb, okay? Cuz people have cancer, like real people, and that I almost cursed. That's that ish sucks. All right. Like, you know, like that's stupid. So if if this dude, I'm not saying he did or didn't created something or someone that had that for like likes and sympathy. And I mean, that's whack. All right. But anyway, we got a lot to discuss here. Okay. Because there she wrote for a blog and the blog has literally just put out a statement like this Vivian Flores thing is insane to me. I don't even want to talk about anything else today. That's all (laughs) I want to talk about is Vivian Flores. I'll get to Kenley Jansen and his save today. I'll get to the Lakers getting whooped last night by the Utah Jazz. I'll get to that stuff eventually. I want to talk Vivian Flores. I want to know what you know about this story at 877-710-ESPN. I want to know how much how long you followed it, how deep the rabbit hole was for you, and also, have you been catfished? Do you know someone that's been catfished? Have you tried to catfish? 877-710-ESPN. We'll get to all that stuff in three minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right. Yeah, look, it was confusing for me, and I was saying it. So there you go. Um, But real quick, I want to shout out my guys at Matucci Plumbing and Gardena. Uh, for taking care of a mess we had at the house with my washer and dryer. And uh, the guys just left, as you heard me say in the last segment. Um, they also got a bit of a live show in the first segment as we discussed Vivian Gate here on ESPN <laughs> Los Angeles. Um, I, it, I, I tweeted out um, the same shout-out with a link to their website. They were great. Uh, I appreciate them. Uh, thank you for taking care of it because we had uh, just like a crazy mess in the, in the laundry room. So uh, anyway, wanted to shout them out real quick and thank there you, you for all the help. Shout them out. So, look, I got it, Morales. I get it, okay? When you take somebody's words that they say, let me tell you something, first of all, think, by the way, little things that we all say, you know, and then you clip them together and you try to make somebody look dumb, I can appreciate that. But I also really like what you said about George. George, I'm so confused about Vivian, some guy named Toussaint or Toussaint, some guy named Big something or other, how Kevin Durant got involved, who has cancer, who disappeared, who's real, who's fake, 
what catfishing is. I didn't know if it still even existed. Wow, I'm totally confused by what we talked about in the beginning of this show. Okay, and I think most people are as well. Um, but basically, Lakers Twitter, a bunch of dudes got catfished by an alleged woman named Vivian Flores, okay? And that's the reality of where we're at right now, okay? Now, this woman, this alleged woman, posed as someone who was involved in the media. She had a podcast. She wrote for a website called Lakers Fanatics. This Lakers Fanatics blog uh, mm-hmm. has put out a statement. I'm not even joking. Like, this is real. Like, this is real. And they are, they, they do a good job, those guys at Lakers Fanatics. I love all these Lakers blogs. I love the Lakers, like, internet, Twitter space because, look, I cover the entire league, and there is not a fan base that is more passionate about their team than the Lakers fans. It's not even close. I don't say that to pander to you uh, because I've lived here for five years. I, I say it because it's the truth, and I see it each and every day over the span of the five years that I've been here, and specifically since I cover the entire league and I see how all the other fan bases are. And it's no disrespect to any other fan base. It's just that they're, the, the pure size of this fan base is incredible. So anyway, Lakers fanatics put out a statement, like a legit statement, okay? And it says, regarding the Vivian Flores situation, Mm. we are fully aware of the situation that transpired with one of our team members. That person is no longer part of the team, and we apologize to everyone that has been affected or misguided by this unfortunate incident. It does not define who we are or what we do here. We try to run this account with integrity and respect. We appreciate all of our followers, and we're grateful for your support and understanding. I would just ask Lakers Fanatics this, and if you want to tweet me, hit me, hit me on Twitter, I mean, you said this person no longer is part of the team. Do we know who that person is? Do you know who that is? Because that's what everyone's trying to find out. But isn't that like two people? It's not that person. It's those two people that actually were one person. I mean, well, we don't know think. that. We're <laughs> we don't assuming that. Right. We yeah. don't know this yet. Hey, for all we know, right. we might find out that Vivian has sadly gone missing and is dealing with her cancer treatments. We do not know. Right. Let's go to Nico in downtown. Um, wants to talk about Lakers and girls and catfishing and all that stuff. Go ahead, Nico. Yeah, I got a, a bomb to drop. Uh, this is not the first time that it's happened. Uh, if uh, Laker Twitterverse remembers, uh, Laker girl, LK, our girl, catfished everyone quite a few years back, and it was kind of an outrage too. Had an uh, attractive woman on the avatar, on the profile, uh, talking to people, new sports, and then one day it just started coming out, and you just start seeing the rabbit hole. And this Laker girl even came out on, like, Lakers shows and, like, really got some clout, like, was really getting attention. Had a very clever uh, Twitter handle, was very active, and then it came out. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same person or persons uh, just trying to, you know, get into the, uh, you know, Lakerverse. So, thank you for the call, Nico. Laura, now you said that this person on that same Twitter handle was catfishing Raider fans a couple years ago? Yeah, so like I said, I went down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. <laughs> last you know. night. You know. I mean, I, I know what Twitter knows, right? So, people were saying that she did this a few years ago to the Raider Twitter, too. Well, this person. Yeah, this right? person. This person yeah. did this to yeah. Raider Twitter, too. So, this is something that apparently this person is really good at. I mean, there's so much information out there about how it's... A professional catfish. She literally had a different uh, handle and used to do this uh, for other teams. Oh, um, professional catfishing versus amateur catfishing. There's a distinction between the two? I mean, she was writing for a blog that's very known mm-hmm. while everybody was thinking 
she is who she is and mm-hmm. she's not. So yeah, I think that qualifies as professional catfishing. Right. right. So yeah. if it's a I, job, if catfishing is your job, you're getting paid. Yeah. To catfish. I mean know? I mean maybe. You never know. Let me go to Ariel in Gardena. Um shout out to Gardena. What's up, Ariel? Yeah, so I've been catfished before. Um long story short, a girl on my face, you know, hit me up and everything was good. Um she was sending pictures, so you know, I wasn't really in a rush, but I'm like, hey, like Let's meet up, let's get a drink, let's, you know, let's video chat. And she was hesitant. And so at first, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, people are busy, I get it. So eventually, as I start to question her more, now she starts to name drop. First, she's like, I'm Russell Simmons' goddaughter, I'm a little busy. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, then she was like, oh, like, well, I'm actually. See, that, that, hold on, real quick, real quick, Ariel. That would be my first red flag. Because if you're Russell Simmons, is, what did she say? Russell Simmons' goddaughter. Yeah, if you're if you're related to Russell Simmons, the last thing I'm saying is I'm not telling anybody that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like not I'm leading I'm, with it. I'm, I'm I, you really because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting that business out there. No, like, I'm that's not just leading me. with that. I'm not leading with it. Yeah, the other that part would of be it is, you because you are that. The, no, no, I'm saying I, I'm saying I'm not leading with that. I'm, oh. What I'm saying is, oh, is that, oh, right. right. Oh. So I'm not that guy. But, but you're getting there to guy. like like it's like your third thing, probably. Okay, listen. Here's what I'm saying. The next part of what she said is even dumber. I'm Russell Simmons' goddaughter, therefore I'm very I'm busy. busy. Right, what that doesn't that? mean you're busy, actually. What does that mean? No. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead, right, so keep going. Yeah, so it gets worse. So I'm like, you know, a, little, a few more conversations, and I said, hey, let's link up. She said, I'm in New York. I said, okay, I don't mind going out there. You know, I have right, friends. Right. So, she, so she tells me, well, I'm having dinner with Wilson Chandler, and that was the final flag for me. I'm like, you keep name dropping. You don't want to see me. So me and my best friend did some research to find out her real page and we called her out on it and basically she was like i've been sending you pictures of my cousin because i'm ashamed of what i look like but i still want to talk to you of course i've never talked to her again in my life but good that's for how you. i got catfish i know but it is a little weird that you were willing to get on a plane to go out there come on a little bit right i, I really was i really was Know, it's all it's good, bro. It's all good. You know, it, it's all good. You know, but you, you, you caught it before you did anything like that. And thank you for the call. 877-710-ESPN. Hit me up with your catfish story. Hit me up how deep you are into this Laker catfish story and it, how far you've gone down the rabbit hole. Uh, we'll get into that. I do want to get into Kenley Jansen and the Dodgers. We'll touch on that at 440. We got uh, overrated, underrated, properly rated. We'll have two questions and more of your calls coming up. Sedano, LZ, Cap, LZ not here today. 710 ESPN. Back and forth. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Overrated, underrated, properly rated. What do we got today, Greg? All right. So we're going to start with Scott. We'll do birthdays to start off with you. George Takei, Carmen Electra, and Luke Keekley. This is overrated, underrated, or properly rated. Carmen Electra. And what was the last one? Luke Keekley. Luke mm-hmm. Keekley, George mm-hmm. Takei, Carmen Electra. Yes. Got it. Luke you know me. Hey, look, I got to write this down, okay? I'm fine with that. All right, here it goes. Um, Luke Keekley, underrated. 
Really, really great player for a short period of time. Concussions got him, but uh, really good player. Um, properly rated, Carmen Electra. Very hot. Uh, for a period of time, she was um, not just attractive hot, but like she was a hot personality. So she's kind of properly rated. And then George Takei. I'm just going because I have to go somebody. I'm going overrated. I think the obvious was, was Carmen, but I'm going George. There you go. Uh, yeah, I would say George Takei is actually underrated. Not only was he like a pioneer in regards to just, you know, Asians on television, right? Like, I think there's that. Um, obviously, you know, his uh, sexuality, right? Um, you know, when he, when he came out, I think that was huge. Um, and he's had a whole different life, like, after the fact, right? Beyond just Star Trek, just his, being a pioneer for the LGBT culture, um, you know, he's a big character on Howard Stern uh, all the time. So he stayed in kind of the uh, media, la- you know, ecosystem there as well. And, you know, he's a he's a recurring guest with Stern. And it's always funny when he's on. Um, so I'm going to go super underrated on George Takei. Um, and then I'm going to go properly rated Carmen Electra. She was a, a rock star at, you know, for a very long time in the world of entertainment uh, you know, whether it was movies, TV shows or whatever, just who she was dating. Right. Yeah, like everybody Rodman. knew what her deal was always. She was a tabloid celebrity. Um, and I'm going to say, I, look, I think Luke Keekley was a great player, but he didn't play long enough for me to be like thinking like Luke Keekley is like this tremendous like linebacker. Like he was a good linebacker for the five or six years he played. He was good at Boston College. Um, but yeah, like overrated because I don't think of like. When I think of Luke Keekley, I don't think like, ooh, wow, one of the greatest linebackers I've ever seen. No, nah, he was really good for a short period of time. So what's next, Greg? All right, Willie, no- Willie Nelson has spoken about 420. He not only wants the day to be a national holiday, George, but he also it wants it to be a full nine days long. He wants it to be Whoa. a holiday week or week and a half, I guess, and called it the High Holidays. And on 429 (laughs) is his birthday, so it ends on his birthday at Ah. 429. So is this High Holidays overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Uh, When is Cheech Marin's birthday? Because I feel like that should also kind of like be involved here somehow now his birthday's not till july 13th that's a long way uh, that's a long ass holiday um if you have to go that far so look i'm look willie nelson is an icon okay willie nelson whatever willie nelson says i'm good with so i would say properly rated on this one. Oh, this is a terrible idea by willie and here's why why because, well let me explain because there's no difference in willie nelson's life on 420 versus 419 or 421. It's the same day every day in Willie Nelson's life. That's number one. Two, the high holidays. My brother, you can't have the high holidays start with Rosh Hashanah and end with Yom Kippur and then just take the high holidays from us and then just transfer it over to to people who love weed. Look, um, lots of people love weed. I like weed too, but I can't have a week and a half long holiday called the high holidays just because willie nelson said that but you're so, not even re- you know you've already said on the show you're not even like super like uh, religious that is true george however i am uh possessive okay <laughs> you see what i'm saying okay right? i may not be the most religious hebrew brother in the world any longer there was a time in my life but the high holidays belong to my people 
Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. They are not for Willie Nelson. Now, if he was Willie Nelson Owitz or Nel- Willie Nelsonstein, then perhaps we could have the conversation. All right, fair enough. All right, that is uh, overrated, underrated, properly rated. Let's get back to the phones. I need to know more about this catfishing situation. Now, Greg, what do we know as far as this Josh Toussaint person? Um, like, what do we know about him? The only thing that we know about him, that I know about him at least, is that he— Right, because you were also involved. Like, people don't know, you were a Lakers blog entrepreneur at one point in your life, in a past life. In a past life, yeah. I yes. was. I started Lakers Raw, Lakers Raw went away, and then I had right. uh, Showtime Forum, which it is still— It was too raw. It was too raw for everyone. Too yes. raw, had yeah. to go with the forum. Yeah. And so it's—but uh, all I know about him is that he has a Lakers podcast— and, and what is the Lakers podcast? This this podcast. That where would I of? find such podcasts? Am I going it's on Spotify? Episodes. Am I going on Stitcher? <laughs> Laura's like, it don't matter. It man. don't matter. It's two episodes. Keep <laughs> it on really don't. But it's just amazing. I mean, he he came out and he was just talking about how he's like, oh my god, this person is gone, is missing. We're, right. We don't know where she is. Right. And so everybody got on board with so it. So when did that happen? That happened yesterday in the okay. afternoon. So this Vivian, Vivian, by the way. I mean, what is it with Vivians and and in Los Angeles? Okay, like I mean, remember the last time there was a you know a, a Vivian involved with the Los Angeles scandal? You know, it's, it's, what was her last name? Vivian V Stiviano. Yes, V Stiviano. Yes, yes. yes. I couldn't get to yes. the last name. If I would have just heard V, I could have gotten, but not Vivian. Yes, V Stiviano. Uh huh. Yes. Go ahead. Right. So go ahead, Greg. So this this two saint. He's a he's a podcaster. Yeah, he's for, a, for two and episodes. he's just popular on on Twitter, right? He's just he's just a random guy on Twitter, but like you know, people like Laker fanatics who know him and are really good. I I used to work right. with Laker fanatics a lot; we're great. They start retweeting him and saying, "Hey, you know, he we're trying to help out somebody," and this is fantastic. This is all great that Lakers all came together. Lakers Twitter and all of Twitter kind of came together to find this person that was missing. Right. Yes, and. <laughs> then and this person was went, a, this fake person was allegedly missing, and Markeith Morris tweeted about it, and O'Shea Jackson Jr. was tweeting about it. Right, right, yeah. It was just all um, uh, incredible. It was amazing to watch everybody be so excited about this. I'm like, hey, we did it. We found her because he came out and was like, he's she's found. We found her, but like he didn't even know. He didn't know that she anything about her. Like he doesn't actually ever see her, so we, that's why well, people think it's her. You're, him now. Do, okay, you're saying he doesn't know anything about her, but people think he created her, right? So people think that he created her, put this podcast together with her. This is what people think. It's allegedly mm-hmm. put this podcast together with her, mm-hmm. and then decided that okay, it's got a couple of views, it's got some good views, so I'm going to get rid of her. Okay, wait, enough of you. Let's go directly to the source here. I just saw that we have uh, Trevor on the line. Uh, he's a part of the elite media group that I mentioned earlier. They did that Spaces conversation where Kevin Durant was there. So, Trevor, uh, I-, I didn't realize you were there. I just saw that you were there. That's my bad. So, all right, you give us the rundown of what the hell happened here, okay? No, real talk, this is what happened. So, we see what's going on. Folks really thought she went missing. And then this dude, Teflon Reek, like, bro, she's not real. And he's really pushing it. So imagine this one dude saying this person don't exist and everybody hating. Like, you know, you got to take this serious. Somebody went missing. Okay, cool. So we go into the chat, right? We're like, yo, we, we got to acknowledge this. We, we got to do this somewhere. We, we got to take this to spaces. So Deuces Lee, Deuce Thomas, shout out my guy, my, my guy Lee, Lee Media. He started the host chat. And he starts hashtagging Lee Catfish. He's like, we're going to get to the bottom of this. He's like, so y'all, what's going on? So y'all going to tell me that Kings was dating a person online he had never seen. Because you couldn't believe this. We really couldn't believe this. So Kings comes up to the post. He's like, hey, 
I'm going to tell y'all what really happened. Shout out to him because, look, he didn't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? But we up there talking, and, I mean, we really got to cook. That's really where it got messed up at. We really went to cooking. And, well, honestly, we should have. But, like, he really was on there tweeting and kind of dating a person that he never seen before. Hey, yeah, he chucked up the L for sure. But then he, right. like, KD came up there. KD right, didn't know that he'd never seen before, and no one he knew had ever talked to or seen before, right? No, that's really crazy. Like I'm saying, he even said every time he tried to link with her, he couldn't see her. It just wasn't happening. It just wasn't happening. And here's the thing I'm thinking. Somebody, at least five people had to know this. There ain't no way you are here for 12 years, and you writing, and you doing print, and you hitting slacks. You're like, hey, yo, let me not see your face. That's not possible. Yeah, I would agree. That, I'm, that, still, I, I'm still utterly confused. Trevor, explain how the origin of you guys actually getting the story from big whoever that that he had been seeing this woman online but had never seen her. Can you just go back to the very beginning? Man, we know Kings, okay? So, like, you know, the dude, Teflon Reek, he cool with Kings. So he basically on there saying, look, I'm telling Kings, like, yo, she is not real, dog. And, you know, Kings had to figure that out for himself. You know what I'm saying? But we went up there. You know, we, he can't be going out sad, going out crazy. He had to go take it to the platform. And everybody tuned in because they really – people really thought this person was real. Okay. And so, now, how did KD get involved? There you go. Man, look, you, you know KD be online, man. Look, <laughs> if you really think that he'll be seeing what's going on, Oh no no no! Listen, I, I I don't know Ke- I don't know Kevin like that like that like that. I mean, obviously I cover him, right? But like I know he's very prevalent. You know, he's always on social media. Like I I know that. But like Katie just randomly, Kevin Durant just randomly jumped into your Twitter Spaces where you guys are having this conversation. Because nobody else's spaces be popping for real. He saw this. He's like, "Hey yo, what are they talking about?" Everybody was talking about that. Kev- you really think that people team people here on the Lakers didn't, didn't see that? And they was like. Hey, let me go get my burner to go see. Everybody wanted to see that. Because it was crazy. Because people really publicly think about it. Marquis Morris, he, he put he put press on us. Right. They saw it. Yeah. So he's like, I want to get to the bottom of this. Because look at it. Somebody said they went missing. So, you know, KD goes and asks. He's like, wait a second. So, I'm like, you know, here was some hilarious. He said, so you don't have no other way. Now, that was funny. That was funny as hell. I don't care. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something. I just saw a tweet that the New York Post is doing. Who is Vivian Flores? Like, this has become a national story, this thing, because of your Twitter spaces, Trevor. How many people were on that Twitter spaces last night? Man, about 3,800. Got it. Wow. Be. Wow. At what time? At night? Boy, it was probably around, ooh, probably like five. Like, really, we really went. We said, yo, we, we somebody got to speak on this. <laughs> somebody has to speak on this. And everybody came. Everybody, we even had shit. Okay. Folks want to know what happened to this person. <laughs> man, that wild, is man. crazy. Well, Dude. Trevor, th- thank you for hollering at us, man. We appreciate you. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get to the bottom of this. Because you, you don't know who it is yet, do you? Look. Everybody wants to say that Joey. Here's how I think it got to be that Joey, dude. I want you to look at that, Ivy. I want you to look at his hand. The Josh. The Josh guy, you're saying. The Josh dude. The Josh dude. Look at his hand. Look at his now hands? I want you to really zoom in on his hand and tell me that's not a Photoshop picture. On Real his talk. Twitter? Yes. Hold on. Zoom I'm in on that right hand now. and tell me oh. what you see. 
All right, hold on. I'm taking a look at this guy right now. Okay. Josh, at Josh Toussaint. Okay. And what about his hands, dude? He's what holding his dog. And tell me that that's not a fault. Like, like, look at the cat or whatever the dog is. Look yeah. at that right there. Yeah. And really zoom in yeah. on that George Tucson dude. Uh-huh. And then tell me that that's not a Photoshop picture. I have no idea, man. How I wouldn't you, know, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm being real with you. You know what I mean? Like, I, I wouldn't know. I'm no expert, but I got a whole whole bunch of people who know how Adobe Premiere works. That mug looks fake. Real <laughs> fake. <laughs> That's a no. fake dog. That dog is not real. That's a fake oh. dog is what that is. Trevor, Gotta Trevor, I, uh, man, I love you. Thank you for calling in, man. Appreciate Shout out you, Elite bro. Media. I mean, be is. good. Be Thanks. good. Elite Media Group. Elite Media. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, we're back in 90 seconds. I, I, we didn't get to Kenley Jansen. I, I swear we'll get to it. But this thing has got me all over the place. we got more people on hold that want to talk about their catfishing stories. We're going to get through all this today. Vivian Gate, catfishing, Kenley Jansen succeeding, Lakers getting squashed, 710 ESPN, back in 90 seconds. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Sedano, LZ, and Cap. This portion of the show is presented by Lyman Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. All right, I, I don't even know where to go anymore, okay? Let, let's do this. Let's do sports for one second here, okay? Because <laughs> there's a lot to kind of recapture here. So, Greg Bergman, Kenley Jansen hit 97 on the radar today. Kenley Jansen got the save today. Kenley Jansen proclaimed that he is a new person. Now, you follow Dodger baseball as closely as anyone I know. It's a very small sample size since he has proclaimed himself a new person with a new walk-up song at Dodger Stadium in America's Most Wanted by Tupac. Uh, What do you make of what you saw from Kenley Jansen today? So, it wasn't just one time that he hit 97. He hit it multiple times today. And not only that, he's been, this year, he's been living about 93, 95 on his cutter. So, it seems all of a sudden that the velocity all of a sudden shot up, which is kind of shocking to me. He's still, he's got three saves, two blown saves, I believe that's the number. But hopefully, if that's the guy that we're getting, if we're getting Kenley Jansen throwing cutters at 97, people better watch out. That's trouble. They say it was the first time he's hit 97 in four years is what I heard on the broadcast. And, uh, you know, two strikeouts today. And he comes in in a 1-0 game on the road. And so it's a clutch situation because you lost the day before. And by the way, there, you know, you can probably buy a little bit of a hangover because while the Dodgers lost last night, the Padres lost last night. So both of these teams were in a big emotional series and then both got into the next series and both teams Dropped it. I mean, maybe they were thinking about something else. Maybe they were busy on Twitter trying to find out about Vivian and catfishing. Whatever it was, um, last night, neither of those two teams won. Today, he comes into a situation on the road in, in the ninth inning, up by one, and gets the job done and is hitting some speeds that he hasn't hit in a few years. So this is why a few weeks ago, George, we had this conversation, what, what should they do about the closer situation? I was like, they should give him a chance to prove that he can still do it or – prove that he can't do it so then they could sit him or move him or whatever 
And so far, I mean, he's doing some things he hasn't done in a few years. What's really amazing about the whole thing, too, is that it wasn't just Kenley Jansen's performance. It was really nice. Julio Urias was fantastic today. He went seven innings with one hit. And then Victor Gonzalez came in and shut down Seattle completely himself. That was just It was just a great all-around pitching game from the Dodgers pitching side, especially Urias. Yeah, 11 strikeouts. By the way, it was pretty good on the other side, too. Just as a side note, not that anybody was paying attention to Seattle's uh, pitching they lost. staff. You know? By the way, one thing about this game, I don't know if anybody noticed, but there was an advertiser behind home plate called Hempler's, H-E-M-P-L-E-R-S, Hempler's, um, Hempler's Bacon. And it is apparently supposed to be the uh, least fatty bacon of any brand of bacon. So our man Chris Morales, who is on the two-pound-a-day bacon diet, Chris, go back and watch the game from earlier today. There's an ad behind home plate, Hempler's Leanest Bacon. I hope that's the bacon you're eating when you're eating two pounds a day, pal. Yeah, you're really big on the bacon talk with him, though. That is like your your thing with him. You well, are very. It's, it's it's the dumbest diet I've ever heard in my life. It is to very tell dumb. me to tell me that you're going to lose a whole bunch of weight because all you're eating is two pounds of bacon a day. When you lose the fifty pounds you want to lose, then you uh, then your cholesterol spikes and your heart blows out of your chest, and you're like, yeah, but I look good, don't I? You know what? Uh, uh, actually, you know what you should do. Um, to be honest, like, how about this? Like, I I. You know how I, I lost, like, 10 pounds very quickly? Tell me. Intermittent fasting. And nothing crazy. I would eat dinner at 8 o'clock. I wouldn't eat again until noon. I mean, I'm sleeping a, a good chunk of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I would just drink a lot of water all day. I mean, I drink a lot of water anyway. And then that's it. And then I would, you know, obviously watch what I eat. Nothing get, Don't get too crazy. Don't gorge in those situations. And, uh, you know, make sure you eat good fats. Eat some, uh, you know, almonds and some cashews or some pistachios. And, uh, you know, eat yourself, uh, you know, get some protein in there. You know, don't don't overdo it on the carbs. And, uh, you know, have a little bit. You know, do if you're going to have carbs, maybe some wheat, uh, you know, carbs. And, uh, you know, like wheat bread or something, something with wheat in it. You know, kind of like mix the Mediterranean diet in there a little bit. And that's it. just live a healthy lifestyle eating to your point i'm with you eating bacon all day is not healthy now he's texting me telling me that you want the higher fat bacon and that i'm a moron okay i'm a moron but the bottom line is you know what the bacon diet is it's the lazy man's diet that's right i said it you heard me yeah i would agree with that that is a lazy what is the craziest dieting fad you've had and how and has it worked which is the one that almost killed you (laughs) <laughs> Which is the one that, um, that you know, have you found one that works for you? If you have, like, let's pass it along. Let's help the community here. In between talking about catfishing at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Uh, we'll do some more Dodger talk. Let's get into last night's Laker game, too. I know we have been avoiding it for a reason because it was bad. So mm-hmm. we'll get into that in a second, plus what you need to know. I am pretty sure I know what, what you need to know is going to be today, though. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, 
We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.